Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello there, sports fans, and thank you very much for choosing to listen to the TTM Sports Show, the show where we cover everything from within the sporting world, including football, tennis, Formula One, boxing, and pretty much everything that you could imagine that's in the sporting world, we report on for you. We have great debates, wonderful guests, and also are proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Ground and Gardens. Thank you for choosing to listen to the TTM Sports Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this upcoming episode. Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. Uh, my name is James. And tonight we have a special episode. Um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, or about a week ago, the TTM Sports Show, uh, the TTM Sports Show. This is now every podcast at the beginning of the podcast at the moment. I seem to be making a sly error, an error of judgment, of pronunciation, of biblical proportions. The reality is the, the pressure. The pressure of doing one hundred and fifty episodes in one calendar year is starting to show, and we're not even out is. the first week of January. It is. It's like a hydraulic press on PR relations. So the reality is this. Welcome to episode number 56. We've established who your presenters are. And now, the episode of this show and what it's about. Around a week ago, TTM Sports released our mid-season review. It was our take so far on the football clubs, players, misfits, flops, people doing well so far of the Premier League season. One of our avid listeners, a Leeds United fan, fan listened to this episode in question and has some reservations about some of the comments that were made by myself and most notably the other James uh, regarding his football club. Daniel Harrison, um, previous guest on the show uh, when we had the heated debate about Lionel Messi and where I was proved right that, that he was on the decline. <laughs> so we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, no, no, let's... No, he's, no, he's, no, back. Not... he's back. He's um, back. Hang on a minute. Can we just reopen that one a second? 
Dan, right now, right now, is Messi on the decline? No, I think he's playing better than Ronaldo. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. But this we'll talk about gonna that. Go and we'll we're going to yeah. We're going to talk about this uh, a bit later. We'll talk about this a bit later. What he's doing, he's a Harrison. He's part of the same bloodline as myself, and you will find he is very stubborn, and he will not give in even when he knows he's wrong. So, Daniel, um, welcome back to the show. How how are um, you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for having me. Um, just absolutely dismayed by some of the comments you guys made um, in that episode that we were on about, really. Okay, then. So, obviously, no, dismayed on, I, I is a strong word. I want to set the scene, then. Where, where did you listen to the TTM Sports Show? At work. You're at work. So, you're at work. Yeah. I'm you at work. I'm, I'm driving around, and then I'm listening to you guys talk about, um, you know, who you think's in trouble this season. Dan, um, what were you driving around on? It's a load and shovel. It's a 966N. It's rather big. A shovel with wheels? Yeah. Yeah. It's 26 tons. 26 tons shovel. Well, that's something that you're not going to pick up at home base. Um, how long How long have you been working there now, Dan? 10 years. Fantastic. Great commitment, energy, and passion for your job. Um, so you listen to the TTM Sportscast, okay? So the yeah. TTM Sports Show, okay, on the podcast. Um, you're making your way around work, and we open up talking about... Leeds United being dragged into a relegation battle, I believe, if my memory yeah, serves me correctly. Shocking. Well, talk to me about it. Talk about the points that you want to go through. We'll go through the points one by one. Um, take it away. Oh, well, the first point I want to say is how you can say Patrick Bamford isn't a, a Premier League attacker is, is, is scandalous. Scandalous. I, I, I never actually said anything bad about Bamford. No, no. Um, I'm obviously backtracking a little bit here. I, I did say at the time that I that I apologise for friends of mine that are Leeds United fans, and I and I do, and I have I have respect for Leeds, of course, but I was just trying to be realistic. But Bamford, with regards to Bamford, I, I think Bamford's fine. You know, he he was a focal point of your team last year. His form was the catalyst for uh, the good performance from Leeds last season. Was it eighth, ninth? You finished in the end, Dan. Ninth. Ninth. There you go. Very respectable first season back in the Premier League, and, and obviously Bamford was a big part of that. My point was that without Bamford, as he has been missing for a lot of the season this year, the goals have struggled a little bit. You're heavily reliant on Rafinha. He can't set him up yeah. and score him. Um, but James, you, you've got some reservations about Bamford. I haven't seen him in the flesh recently as well. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you're absolutely. not having him, are you? No, not at all. Um, I, I think he's a good champion. I, I think he's a fantastic championship striker who will get you 20-odd goals in the championship and probably get you about 10 goals max. Premier League. Leeds United are a massive club, uh, a historical, massive establishment. In fact, I rate them higher than Tottenham in the oh, history of, of, of English football. I think, I, I honestly, with the investment that Tottenham have had in that stadium, if that was Leeds United, I, I think they'd be on a level pegging. But that's another story. Um, I, I believe Patrick Bamford, for a man, he's not. He's a good player, but he's, he's not Leeds United. Based on last season's results and the size of that club, should be looking finishing inside the top ten comfortably every single season in the top flight of English football. I still, I, I still think we will. All right, okay, all right, but well, no, we'll let's we'll... go back to this Bamford thing. You said oh, he's yeah, a let, ten, let me, if you... ten goal last season yep. Premiership yep. so, yep. maximum. He so seventeen goals last season. He did indeed. So if in I just the Premier League, okay, if I can just finish my point, um, okay. Yeah. 
What I'm saying is, this is a, an intelligent individual who speaks over five languages, fluent in Italian, German, Spanish, and English. He and actually, he's a lord. yes, he, he's a lord, absolutely. Um, where I have a face like a shovel, he's a good-looking man. He also oh. went to uh, went to university at Harvard, uh, the same place as you know, degrees Tyson and uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, he's a very intelligent guy. The reality is, what I saw in the flesh. I've always had, I've always heard murmurs of around the football community talking about Patrick Bamford, completely overrated. I've always heard those whispers, and you cannot deny that those whispers have been around. Now you're going to be blinkered because you're a, you're a Leeds fan. It's like me and Salah thinking he's the best in the world. I'm going to be blinkered sometimes, maybe in my view, in defence of him. Whereas James believes that Hoiberg is the best central defender, uh, central defensive midfielder in the upper echelons of the Premier League. He's blinkered. I've never said. I've never said that. Yes, you have. So basically, yes, you have. So in terms of in terms of Patrick Bamford, I saw him in the flesh. I saw him play for England. Um, I I saw him, and I'm telling you now. I turn around to um, I think I think I think Dad. I think my Dad was with me. I said he, he is awful. I said he is awful. Ball loops up six yard box volley. All he had to do, I would have scored it with my backside if I wanted to. No, you wouldn't. I would have, and I, I would have just finished it. He knocked it out so far wide. I think how it, this guy ain't England class, and and the fact that lots of Leeds fans are out there at the moment thinking he should be part of this upcoming World Cup squad, or definitely Absolutely. the Euro, or definitely. I I won't have that. I think Ollie Watkins is a better finisher. No, um, uh, Dan, Dan, can I just can I ask you, Dan? Um, yeah. Your Gareth Southgate World yeah. Cup is the, you have to name your squad tomorrow. Patrick yeah. Bamford's fully fit. Who are you taking? As your, let's say you got to take four strikers. Who are you yeah. taking to the World Cup? Harry Kane. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Bamford, obviously. Yeah. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. And if I had to, I'd say, what are we classing Rashford as a striker? Yeah. 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 I'd I say Rashford forward. What about? So you would have Bamford over Tammy Abraham. Yeah. You would have Bamford over. Would you? Would you have? Um, because obviously we're talking hypotheticals. A fully fit and firing Callum Wilson would be uh, not not ahead of Bamford in the England pecking order. Well, how many goals has he ever scored in the Premier League in one season? When he's been uh, fit, we'll find Callum out. Wilson, Callum Wilson, apart from Kane, went through a period of about three to four seasons where he was the highest scoring English player in the league. Apart from Kane, he was outscoring people like Sterling, Rashford. But where are that now? Well, yeah, yeah, all right. Then right yeah, now, he's got two so goals. If you, two, if you two are saying that, then so you'd rather have Callum Wilson over Rashford? I would no. I I would have Abraham over Bamford. Yeah, and then the I would, and, great. and I would also have probably Ollie Watkins over Bamford as well. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but I, I would always no, you, I would, you, you, I would rank Abraham above above Bamford for sure. Abraham come off the bench, and so did Kane on in that match where Bamford played up front for us, and I was there. I could I witnessed him. Yeah, wrong in kind the of game flesh. Bamford to be in. Oh, it was Andorra. Exactly, Andorra sit back. Andorra have got postmen playing for him. Andorra have got Domino's Pizza delivery drivers playing for him. <laughs> this guy. Should be scoring against Andorra. Oh, I would get away with ten to fifteen minutes against them, and you know it. You know it. To, you're going to have to let me finish what I'm saying, really, aren't you? Well, like, all right. Well, I was just paying you back for what you did to me. Any just seven minutes ago. Go on, go on, Dan. You name on, me Dan. one team that sit back against Leeds United. Watford. Norwich would. 
No, they don't. They try and play. They did try and play this season. Bamford plays off of the last defender. He can't play off a last defender who's on the 36-yard line, can he? And I, and I, and I agree. I and agree, you say Dan. In, you said if I was in Southgate shoes, he plays with a Harry Kane kind of striker. Callum Wilson isn't a Harry Kane kind of striker. Ollie Watkins is definitely not a Harry Kane kind of striker. I take so your point is, that Bamford is, is probably... Well, I think Calvert-Lewin is the closest... Calvert-Lewin yeah, Cal- would be number two for me. He's the closest thing to Harry Kane that we've got. We've mentioned before that he's Harry Kane light uh, at the moment, you know. Um, mm. Dodgy dress sense, but uh, great, great goal scorer. Um, in terms of Patrick Bamford, he would be third in line. But you can't take three strikers that are all the same. Everybody must know this. You have to have different tactical analogies and different well, tactical change, setups. Well, of course, you, of course you will. You can, you, you, no, we're not on about me. We're on about Gareth Southgate. Yeah, absolutely. Gareth, Gareth Southgate, Southgate wouldn't take three strikers. Race. No, but he won't take three strikers the same because you do have to have an alternate system. He's mentioned this before. So I, I, I just don't think we're going to have to agree to disagree. One thing we can agree on, one thing we can agree on, he'll score penalties. He'll hold the line very well. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll hold the line very well indeed. And he will get goals in a low, uh, you know, a low bang average Premier League team in a good season, he'll get 15 max, let's say six penalties in there. So 10 goals from open play. That's Patrick Bamford, in my opinion. So the 17 goals that he got in a championship squad last season in the Was it a championship squad matter. though, mate? Was it a championship squad? <laughs> of course squad? it is. What, Rafinha's championship, is it? What, Luke Ayling isn't? <laughs> Lee Cooper, Liam Cooper? Calvin Phillips' championship, is he? No, absolutely not, but he was. Wouldn't he? I just, we're going to have to agree to disagree. I mean, how many, in a, in a good season, without penalties, goals from open play, how many goals in the Premier League should Patrick Bamford be scoring? Well, he, he scored 17 goals last year. No, Regardless of how they go in. James, I, said, I'm, with, I'm with Dan here uh, 100%. I think Bamford was very good last year. He's been threatening to sort of explode into life for a few years after he had a very good season. But he hasn't, has he? Middlesbrough. No, but, he, yeah, but he did. He he hadn't played in the Premier League for probably about two to three years until he came up last season with Leeds. And he, and like Dan says, he scored 17 goals last season. And he was a big part of um, why Leeds were so successful last year. And and I also think his his injuries this season have been a big reason why you are down there. I'm not disrespecting Leeds in it by any stretch. I'm not disrespecting Leeds United I, Football Club. I do think. Well, I, think you are. I just do. I just think, don't Dan, think he's good. You could be in danger of getting sucked into that. It's not no chance. a foregone no chance. conclusion. I think. I think you're the next one. Uh, once you think of, it's obviously Norwich are down. Newcastle. Well, we all know what's going to happen. With Newcastle. What? How many points are you off uh, Newcastle? I think we're Six. about five points. Five six. Well, shall we go on to that point then? You're on about the yeah. I, I'll agree, Dan. Um, the point, the second point that was made, um, and and the, the the roles have reversed at TTM Sports in this debate now because in this oh. on this point, I actually side with Leeds United uh, fans. Look, we're never. I've already said on this podcast, I believe Leeds are a massive club, and I have utmost respect for them. I just don't think Patrick Bamford's world class. What I will say is this: um, Leeds United won't get relegated. Um, I think with obviously, you know, with a lot of fit players coming back into the team, I think that's got a lot to do with it. I think Newcastle get out of it because they're by their way out of it. So I see James's point. 
is that they are they are in i wouldn't say they're in danger i just think you need to just look over your shoulder because even though sometimes teams may for instance say have games in hand you've got to win them so when tottenham qualified for the champions league three weeks ago when they had four games in hand i reminded james that there's games in hand to win <laughs> you know so I, obviously i still think tottenham are going to finish fourth they've got two games in hand. they win them the fourth yeah but they've got to win them I don't think it. I don't think what it's that simple. But can I got... just we'll go yeah, back, back to, to this uh, this this subject? Any team who plays Tottenham, Chelsea, Man City, and Arsenal with nine first team players out, they're not gonna they're not gonna do well. It's as simple as that. But in that time, we played Norwich, beat them. Played Leicester, drew. Played Brighton. Drew, Crystal Palace that you guys seem to think are the best thing since sliced bread. I, well, that's a bit of an overstatement. Uh, I said no, they're having a exactly good season. Yeah, I right. said a okay. good they're season. They're having a good season. If Leeds win their game in hand, which we probably could, let's you know, just say if we did, we're a point well, beyond Crystal well, let's Palace. Just you, let's just say if you, let's just say if you didn't, what happens yeah, didn't, there? Did you lose at home? Palace? Did you lose at home to Brentford, Dan? No, we drew two two. Drew two two at home with Brentford. Yes, yeah, we beat Crystal Palace one 0 This team that you're uh, saying fantastic and then Burnley the another team that's around us we beat 3-1 so the teams yeah, now I, now that, that we've lost with nine players all out a Man City Arsenal and Chelsea you can, and Tottenham let's face it Tottenham are a top squad they always have been and they always will be so you can't say to me that the teams well, we beat well I think you know we could debate Tottenham being a world I, no, I, I agree I agree with you Dan um, but when I said what I said uh, about Leeds potentially getting dragged into it it was prior to the Burnley game, and I thought that was going to be a difficult game for you guys. You know, you hadn't played, you you weren't, there wasn't a lot of freshness there. Um, still had injuries like, and still won the 3-1. Exactly, yeah. And, and, you know, when it went to one all, I thought, oh, here we go. But <sighs> to be fair to you, yeah, you came through that game, and, and obviously it does look a lot healthier now since since then. Um, I still think, I still think you're not, the team you were last season. So no, you just haven't really kicked on. You haven't really kicked on in the way that you, you could have done like an Aston Villa have done and gone after it and, and invested some money. I think in, in a way, I think the Bielsa as great as he is. And he's obviously God up in Leeds. I think he's almost like a little bit like a, like an anchor now where he's so set in his ways and in his philosophies and that, um, that, that you're not really, it's going to be very difficult to move on to the next level. You know, Bielsa doesn't he, stay at teams long either. Um, well, this is probably the longest he's been at a club for, for a is, long yeah. time. Um, so I just well, think just... maybe a, a different cha- a change of mentality at the club could maybe kick you on uh, you, um, quicker than it might happen with Bielsa. Could you confirm to me what team you said have really pushed on and kicked on? Sorry, was it Aston, Aston Villa? Aston Villa, yeah. They, uh, you know, they, right. they signed um, Felipe Coutinho today. Yes. That mean? Yeah, they're three points ahead of us. Yeah. Three. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. But I but also recite. No, 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 yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll explain now. Two points. One, someone's got a TV on in the background, so the viewers don't want to listen to uh, Desperate Housewives or whoever's got that on in the background. I can. Uh, we we need to get. We need to get right into this conversation. Two, I wasn't <laughs> saying that um, Aston Villa have had a fantastic season. They've really pushed on. What I said was this. No, I said. I said I've just said. Yeah, that. I, I said since Steven Gerrard yeah, this went into that I'm football saying. club, but it's true. But it's true. Since Steven Gerrard has gone to Aston Villa and Dean Smith has left Aston Villa, that football club was second. They were neck and neck with Norwich. Now, you're talking about how close they are to you. They've lost two games in that run, haven't they? They've lost yeah, to Liverpool. Lost three. Hold on. They've lost to Liverpool 
and they've lost to Manchester City without Steven Gerrard in the dugout. Now, the reality... That, though, James, they did go to Villa uh, uh, to go to Brentford last week and got done at Brentford. They did, yes, but Steven Gerrard wasn't in the dugout, was he? And so in that obviously, same time, we've lost to Chelsea and Man City and Arsenal. So you, you, your point again is invalid. I think but it's not. No, it no, 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 no. You can't say that. They lost to Liverpool and City. They lost to Liverpool and City. These lot lost to Man City and Chelsea. So, so hold on a minute. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. But that's. I think that's level pegging, actually. Well, you just said they're pushing on. So tell me about. Well, well make your mind though. No, no, no. Yeah, let me. Yes, I'm saying, no, you've just said to me, let's just stop a minute. You've just said to me that Aston Villa, okay, have, um, you said that Leeds United have lost to Manchester City and Chelsea. Is that right? Okay. Correct, yeah. Right, fantastic. Okay. I'm saying that Aston Villa have lost to Liverpool and Manchester City without their manager in the dugout, and they are still that close to your club when, let's consider six weeks ago, they were worlds apart. So within that, so please don't try to twist very skillfully, may I add, uh, what, what I'm saying. The reality is, is over the past six to eight weeks, since Steven Gerrard's been at Aston Villa, they have performed much better than Leeds United. Leeds have lost to those games, and I'll give you credit. You know, it's not easy to play against Chelsea and Man City and Liverpool. I, I get that. I do. Even for the top clubs, it's difficult to play each other. It's very tough. But Aston Villa have also lost against them without their manager in the dugout. Uh, you know, okay, at home to Man City, they lost. Um, they very nearly got it back to 2-2. Gerrard was in the dugout for that, but he wasn't in the dugout for the other one, and he wasn't in the dugout for Brentford away. And I think a manager of that uh, appeal, like Jurgen Klopp for Liverpool, you know, if you take Conte out the Tottenham touchline, well, heaven forbid what will happen there. Um, so it, it, the manager on the sideline is a massive factor. And I think Aston Villa, over the last six to eight weeks of uh, work, wonders, and I think they're flying up that that table and now with the right. addition of Philip Coutinho I think mm. you need to be very wary of where yeah. Villa are in accordance with Leeds United I right. think so that's they're, a fair they're, point they're, they're three points and in that thing that you were just saying there the last six to eight weeks yeah we've had we've had nine players out every week yeah they've had injuries too they had and Leon Bailey that was out they had Ollie Watkins that was, that was out they had Ings that was out it's not nine is it but We've yeah but those no, as this, that, this comes back to this comes back to the uh, you know ties into what we were saying the other day about the COVID situation. Every team's had periods where they've had larger groups of players unavailable for whatever reason. Um, you know, these this isn't COVID though. Yeah, well, then, but then, 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 it's in, then it's injuries then. And I think but, with James's point, not you, Mr. Hounsell, I'm about Mr. Harrison. I think that if it wasn't a ex-Liverpool legend at the helm at Aston Villa, he'd be saying, oh yeah, they've done okay. Not a great but because it's a Liverpool ex-Liverpool player, they're supposed to be the best thing since life break. Look, you want to talk about injuries and you want to talk about little poor Leeds right now, which is what you are. A load of Leeds fans would be listening going, I hate little poor Leeds. I, oh I hate him. But it's true. But that's what you're saying. We've had nine players out. That's why we are where we are. Fact. That's what you said. Yeah, okay. absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I haven't once said that you've been poor. I haven't once sure. said that Leeds have underperformed. I haven't. Haven't. I've just said that you haven't performed to the level of what it was last season. I've also said that you will not get relegated. That's what I've said. I said Aston Villa have performed better than you over the past few weeks. That's a fact. You argued your, your, your point, which is that injuries have got a lot to do with it. Well, I'm a Liverpool fan. And last season, we had 28 different centre-back partnerships. And do you know what I was told week that, in, week that out? Number, that number it doesn't changed. even matter. 
It doesn't even matter. As far as I'm concerned, well, the reality. How many pairs did you have? Twenty-eight. It was twenty-three the other day. No, but no, but you're missing the point. What we're doing is what we're doing. What we're doing now. What we're doing now. Okay, is um, dismembering the conversation so I can't get my point across. So I look like a fool in front of the football community, which I think is wrong. I'm not trying to make you look. I'm not trying to make it. Poor old Liverpool. You spend seventy-five minutes on a. One defender. That's more than half of our team. Yeah, but that so wasn't that, through that, the club's coffers. That, that was through a transfer from uh, Phil Coutinho. Uh, you know that. If you've got a defender that costs the same let's, amount as Southampton, nearly. I mean, Jesus Christ. But you. So let's, you're saying then that we're not allowed to um, have the same excuse for you uh, when you're fighting at the top of the table when you have that many different centre back partnerships. We had cent- we had central midfielders playing at centre back, which is a fact. Probably. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Right yeah, absolutely. So you're allowed to be in your position because of your injuries but we're not allowed to be in the position that we were in because of injuries which were slightly worse with the in that position and the size of your club and the club but, structure that you've got but you're not Absolutely. listening but you're not listening we were down to our like sixth choice centre back but yeah, it's but true but the, uh, the argument would be that Liverpool's sixth choice centre back should be as good as Leeds is absolutely but should choice. they no I disagree yeah. with that I think maybe the third or fourth absolutely not the sixth that, no, that's irresponsible financial behaviour by a top club, unless you're Man City or Newcastle or Chelsea or Man United that chuck money away for fun. We cannot afford to have a sixth-choice centre-back that would match Leeds United's first, second and third. Well, no, he, that's that, what I think, what's it, is it Nat Phillips? He's got to be one of your fifth or sixth. Yeah, Nat, 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 Nat Phillips and Rhys Williams. He'd go straight in the team and, yeah, and he'd absolutely. be one of their best players. Yeah, absolutely. So we're saying that, that Liverpool are not allowed to use that as an excuse, even though we're using central midfielders and we're not and Leeds are. Is that what we're saying then? Okay, no, fine. You, you've got bigger and better. You've got the resources. It's not. See, this is the community football community again, rounding up on Liverpool again. You won't give us a chance. And that, that and I've just said here. I've sat here. All I have said on this podcast is I don't agree with your assumption that. Patrick Bamford is as good as what you say he is. I say this because I've seen him in the flesh. I, 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 that's my opinion. Game. You saw him in the flesh. Can have a bad game. Absolutely, but not when it's against Andorra and it's your chance oh. to shine for England. Yeah, you know what I mean? But all of, but that's that point moved on. You cannot judge a presenter, radio host, sports journalist on one oh opinion on one God. player. Would you judge Roy Keane? Would you judge Roy Keane and say he's an idiot for saying Regulon to bang average left back when everybody knows he's not? No, you still respect his opinion. People find him funny. People enjoy him. So all I'm saying is, is I don't agree with Patrick Bamford personally. And I think he's, I would say, he's sixth, seventh choice England striker oh, right now. Yeah, all right, I, that's I, a, that, I, that's six, a fact. The second point that we've made here this evening, the second point we've talked about Leeds United getting relegated, I've said no. I don't think they will get relegated. However, I think Aston Villa, the point you raised about Aston Villa, I think I'm correct in saying that with the same, uh, that over the same few weeks they performed better than you, having played many of the same teams. Granted, they've had a small injury crisis, not to the size of you, but look at the size of the points advantage that you had over them six months ago. I think they've performed well. I think that's another fact. I think that's a valid fact. Now, in terms of your centre-backs, I'm also agreeing with you that it's very, very difficult when your main centre-backs are out of your team. It's very difficult to perform. However, have they ever been fit? The money that you spent on Lorente, is he still there? I, I, I yeah. don't know. If he, yeah, exactly. You know, so that, Liam, you know, Liam Cooper's never fit. He plays about three months and then you don't see him for six. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you know, 
against the sizes of Liverpool and Tottenham, we're not going to have the money to get these players that you're on about. And I well, Tottenham have got again, Emerson Royale as centre-back. No, we haven't. Right, and I just want to go back onto this one more, just just so I can just clarify, you think a 17-goal-a-season striker is seventh choice for England? Just, just yeah. to clarify. Sixth or seventh choice right, right now. Yeah, okay. Well, that's all I wanted to know. Thank you. Because because Callum Wilson's fans will attribute to the fact that he was top scorer in English football for like what five of the last six seasons, and you're saying that he's sixth or seventh choice because he's had injury troubles over the past year. And what's Patrick Bamford had this season? It's the same thing. It's a mirror image. It's just a difference in time by twelve months. So Dan, what I what I'm interested to know is then, because um, we're obviously completely misjudging Leeds at the moment. Me me especially. Um, I think that squad is it's thin and it's being shown. Um, everybody fit and firing then. Let's say you've got, you know, a clean bill of health in the squad. Um, everything's going good. Bielsa's working his magic. Murder ball's going well on a Thursday. Where do Leeds finish in the table? What, what Where do you see Leeds at the moment? Are you challenging I, for... I, I think we're the ninth best team in the league. Conference League? Pardon? No, absolutely not. No, there's, there's, there's better teams than us in the league. I'm not saying there isn't. What I'm saying is, and I'll reiterate it again, there is no way we're in a relegation with anything close to that. Like I said, there's definitely better teams than Leeds. I think Leeds are better than Brighton. They're just having a good season. Oh, I think, uh, Brighton. I think, a, 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 no. Did yeah, they no, beat no. us? Did they beat us when we had nine players out? Yes or no? Just a quick fire question. No. You can't Thank judge you. a team on right, one no, game let then. Me, let me finish. <laughs> I think we're better than Crystal Palace. I you can't fire a point and not give us more. a right of reply also, though. Well, you did answer. All, I, all I'm saying is you talk about Brighton and Leeds, but you can't just bring up a point, knock us down, <laughs> but don't give us the right to reply instantly. That's what you've been doing to me all evening. Right, OK, well, I won't say another word then. That's fine. You can go on go on with your points. That's fine. And I think, you, I you think we're better than Brentford. They haven't got... I, I really do. And you look at... You know, I can see you on the camera and you're... You're absolutely gobsmacked. But again, we're three points behind them and we've had half of our team out all season. Uh, Southampton, I think we're better than them at the moment. Everton, we're definitely better than them at the moment. I don't know what's going on there. Watford, we're better than them. Burnley, we're better than them. Norwich, we're better. That's six or seven teams I've just reeled off straight away. So that puts you in 13th? Yeah, and then we're fighting against teams at the moment like Wolves. Like Aston Villa, like you've just mentioned, well, that that's the kind of teams that we're fighting against. So yeah, we're ninth or tenth in the league. That's 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 just the way I think. I, I saw earlier that Leeds should Dan. finish tenth. Yeah, I, I agree. So I, I think you, I think you look at the Premier League like this. You split it up. It's almost like leagues within leagues. So you've got the top, let's say the top eight. No, top four. The top, the, well, you've got the well, yeah, you've got, top well, three. You've got the top, you've got the top three, and then you've got fourth to eighth. Then you've probably got ninth to fourteenth. And then you've got the rest. And I would exactly. say Leeds would be in that ninth to 14th bracket with, like you say, like with Wolves, Aston Villa, exactly. Brentford, Everton, Newcastle. Newcastle. And that's, and that's, that's the bracket that's Newcastle want to move into. That's my whole point. Yeah, but, that's way that, but, but you're saying, the can episode, I just get... A... Yeah, you can. Let me just... The episode that was in question for me to, you know, write into this show was that you were saying that Leeds... Have got to look over their shoulder, and the squad's too thin to do anything. And Patrick Bamford is seventh, seventh choice England striker. Well, I said sixth or seventh choice. Sorry, sixth or seventh. You've both just admitted that we're in that little 
ninth to whatever gap. So, I mean... No, that's where you should be. That I think that's where you should be. I think that's where we are. But I, I my point was that I, I believe that I think at the moment, taking into account that the squad has been stretched, um, taking into account you've got no Bam, you've had no Bamford for long periods, you've got no Phillips or Cooper until March. You know, those are big misses. Uh, you know, that's the spine of your team, your centre forward, your centre mid and your centre back uh, for long periods. And I think in the current situation, Newcastle are going to come on strong again. Everton aren't going to stay down there. Um, I still think Burnley are going to get out of it. I think they're going to be okay. I think you're looking over your shoulder. You just never know what's going to happen with Watford well, that, as well. Burnley you know, they could certainly one, yeah. sign four players from Udinese that are world beaters. Um, you know, you're in that mix of the one that could get dragged into it. That's what I think. Well, I'm just saying, look around, Look at the results of, you know, against the teams that are around us. Watford, we beat. Burnley, yeah. we beat. Yeah, but you're talking about one-off games. I'm going to have to come in here. I've stayed no, quiet for the last couple of minutes. Game. I've had my hand up now for over four minutes. Okay. And I'm going to have to now bite the bullet and come in. You're saying that Leeds should finish around ninth. You've just made a comment there to say that you've even admitted that Leeds should be finishing ninth or tenth. Yeah, absolutely, with a full-strength team. With a full-strength team, Liverpool should be going toe-to-toe with Manchester City. With a full-strength team, fit and firing, you would argue that Tottenham, Man United, Chelsea should be knocking on the doors to the to the top three with a full-strength, fit and firing team. But the reality is, is it's not reality, is it? The harsh reality of the situation is at the moment, Leeds United have a severely depleted team, especially at the back a striker that can't get fit and score goals at the moment because he can't get fit you're looking around the teams around you one's got uh, now the richest club in the entire world in the midst of their first ever transfer window the second's enjoying a renaissance with Philip Coutinho joining the football club and are in good form I think at this moment in time if your situation in terms of squad depth if you don't buy in January if you can't get Bamford fit you cannot possibly tell me that you should be finishing ninth or tenth that's what we're saying and I think it's right again I've got to disagree I really do these players aren't going to stay injured forever you're acting as you know you're acting as if they're going to be injured for the rest of the season with the current situation is what I'm saying I don't know the in-depth analysis of your injury problems all I see as an outsider to your football club is those players are not playing and they haven't played for the majority of the season well guess what the current situation this week isn't going to be the current situation next week is it so your whole but do you know that do you know that though? Yeah. On current form, on current form, Daniel, on current form, Leeds United are just outside of a relegation dogfight. That's a fact. What I will do, what I will do is happily invite you back onto this show in four weeks and we'll talk again. We'll talk Absolutely. again. But, and, that, and that's fine. This isn't an, an argumentative situation. It's a right of reply. But what you also have to remember is here... I, I don't appreciate having libel thrown at me over a podcast to say that my opinions are aggressive, over the top, okay, and most poignantly anti-Leeds, because that's not true. All I've said is I disagree with you on Patrick Bamford, which I'm completely entitled to my right of opinion, as are you. However, on the other points, I'm actually agreeing with your points that I don't think you should be in a relegation battle. I don't think you will be in a relegation battle but I also don't think you're going to finish as high as what you are I think that's very um I think that's very level-headed to state that what I will say is and in terms of to back James up 
he's making his point based on the fact that if your players don't return fit and you don't strengthen in the window, who's to say someone doesn't come back and they don't break down again? You're in trouble. That, that's again, I understand what you're saying there, but you've just said if the players don't come back, they haven't been back. And when we have played the teams around us, we have beaten. Yeah, but you haven't beat the teams above you. And, and, and that's yes, the reality. The only team we've lost to is Chelsea, Man City, Arsenal, Manchester United, Tottenham and Liverpool. And we lost to Southampton. I'll tell you what, tell you like, we lost to Southampton and obviously West Ham. They're all in the top, apart from Southampton, the rest of them, top six. But look, yeah. uh, look we've time will tell. Time will tell, Daniel. Time, you're entitled to your opinion. We love the fact that you listen to the show, but you know, there's no uh, personal issue i'm quite happy to announce um uh, you know there's no personal divide on my side um but what i will say in terms of football it's a game of opinions it's uh, where conversations can become very heated it's, it's as simple as that uh, i support liverpool and england on the international scene i'm seen as you know seen as outspoken when we speak to people abroad and and on the domestic scene equally as outspoken just for the teams that I follow. That's my personal opinion. The reality is, is right now, we don't know what's going to happen. What I do have is an extensive football knowledge that dates back over decades to say that I've seen current trends and I believe that Leeds United, Leeds United right now should be looking over their shoulder. I think that's a fair assumption to make. Should we... off of relegation, but okay. Yeah, no, look, this is this is what it's all about, Dan. Uh, passionate fans coming on here, defending the club. You know, and we welcome anyone to come onto the show and debate their club with us. No problem. Uh, James mm-hmm. especially is looking to get his teeth stuck into anything at the moment. Um, but Dan, in terms of supporting your club and defending them, fair play to you because a lot of what you say is right. Um so you got to be respected for that. So um, in terms of a couple of other things, just to round up the podcast as well, uh, Daniel, do you want to talk about some of the flops, misfits and big hits uh, that you wanted to add on to our mid-season review show? If you do, my friend, take it away. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest flop's been Jack Grealish. Uh, I, yeah. I think one of you guys said that the other day. I absolutely agree with you. Yep, agreed. Um, uh, what, did, what else did you say? Flops? Your surprise of the season so far, Dan? Um, Brighton, West Ham. I knew West Ham were doing okay, but they've really performed well. And like I said earlier on, I, I still think we're as good as Brighton. But they're uh, the, it's the, the style of football they're playing and stuff like that's quite surprised me. So, yeah, yeah that was surprises. I agree with West Ham because I wasn't sure whether they were going to be able to back it up what they did last year I thought it was a bit of a flash in the pan so um, yeah I'm a little bit well quite surprised by that as well you know I genuinely think Mm -hmm. there's a chance they could finish above us I think um, misses of the season for me like we said is Leicester City's form Um, they've now tailed off Rodgers has taken them backwards I think we can all be in uh, agreement with that Uh, I also believe in terms of football players that say all of Chelsea apart from the last performance aside 99.9% of his performances for Chelsea have been nothing short of shambolic Uh, absolutely awful in my opinion Um, my big hit of the season is Dennis of Watford that's a player that someone like Leeds should be interested in. A fully fit, a fully fit attacker, a fully fit attacker that's playing week in, week out, playing in a 
poor side scoring goals. If he goes to the Super Leeds, uh, you will find that he may actually start to bang in more goals. And I think that we said that this season Leeds have been disappointing. Um, I stand by that. Um, obviously, there's extenuating circumstances. Liverpool were disappointing last year, in my opinion, and I'm a fan. However, that was offset of extenuating circumstances. It's exactly the same thing. It doesn't detract from the situation that they've been disappointing. Now, um, I, I will say that uh, Leeds need to spend. Um, there's, there's no two ways about it. Um, is there money at the club? Uh, well, not really. No, they, we are um, half-owned by the 49ers. They're an American club. Um, <clears throat> I think they do actually want to buy the club out, outright, but until they do that, we've got a sell to buy, which is obviously poor. Just want to say um, we've got Joe Gellhart. I think if he was at any of the other top clubs and he was playing, there'd be a massive buzz. Um, just just watch this space. He's, he's, he's an unreal talent. What are his uh, statistics I've, I've heard good things. I've heard good things about Gerhardt, isn't it? Um, yeah, Gerhardt, yeah. But um, my point at the time was that without Bamford, is he going to score you the goals to get you out of, the, you know, out you, of any, any potential relegation battle? You, you, you're, saying, you're saying the statistics on Joe. Um, he's played five games, won two penalties, got two assists and scored a goal. He's 19. Yeah, yeah, no, that you, you know, you Let's, can't knock you know, it again. And he's in a team that you've, you know, you both said aren't playing very well, and he's he's performing. Uh, Rodrigo, he's been awful. I can't, I just no, can't get on with 20, him. And twenty-seven million pounds for this guy. It seems to me the owners are not giving you money because Bielsa. Actually, for the brilliant master tactician that he is and needs to be respected in the transfer mm. market over the past 12 to 18 months, I don't think he's got it right. It's been shocking. And also, we, we, for some reason, we keep playing Tyler Roberts. Now, that is a League One slash championship player at best. Mm. Okay, Welsh Daniel. international. Right, yeah, but... Yeah, but so is Nico Christ, Williams. So, uh, you know, uh, basically, <laughs> it's uh, very, very simple there. Look, Daniel, um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show um this show always gives fans the right of reply what we won't do is say an opinion and ride off into the sunset and say that's it um i hope we've demonstrated tonight dan that we do try yeah. to argument our points and give you a right a genuine right of reply and to stand yeah. by the comments that we make we will admit when we're wrong we will celebrate when we're right it's uh it's just the way it is um I'd be delighted to have you back on in in four weeks' time. Uh, Let's maybe do it. We, maybe we could bring on another yeah. another Leeds United fan on uh, with you. We do have, um, I would say, a, a quite a big proportion of our listeners are actually Leeds United fans. After my comments in the mid-season review, uh, maybe they won't be. Um, but uh, you know, I, all you can't blame me for making uh, a, a, you know an assumption. What I did say was worse about Burnley um, when I said the area around the stadium was uh, shoddy. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, James, is there any closing statements from yourself in regards to uh, the right of reply episode? Come on, come on, you leads. Marching on together. <laughs> and Daniel, mm. any closing remarks? No, thanks for having me. Okay, so I can see by the look on your face, there's a lot more that, that uh, you want to get out of it. Uh, this episode will be broadcast in full on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're available on our social media, Facebook. It's pretty much non-action on there. It's all Twitter. That's where the party is. That's where everybody interacts with us. If you want to appear on the TTM Sports Show, if you've got an opinion, if you want to have a genuine debate, if you believe that Leeds United are 
in relegation danger then write into us you can appear on the show at any time we are en route to another monumental challenge james what is that challenge that ttm sports have got this year 150 podcasts in 2022 exactly 150 podcasts so as of friday the 7th of january we are now is it five episodes in so far this year so we've uh, really got off to a cracking start this episode will be released at midnight so it'll be available on saturday morning um you know that's all from me and that's all from me and we'll see you again very very soon Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.